1: Ask me. Ask Eliza anything. It's
2: I was going to do this as a bottom of the cob. What? But I'm just going to say- It started.
0: I mean, okay, I know, but I'm just going to say-
2: <laughs> Okay. Baby stuff. Oh, you're having a real- It's a rip off. I don't want the space in my brain for this bullshit information because they make you think that if you don't get like this Nordic enforced gibberish named seed that your baby's going to like, imp- the thing's going to fold in on itself and snap your baby in half- It's all just like upcharge on upcharge. Like people have been surviving for thousands of years, thousands of years, hundreds of years with wooden baby toys. And I just think it plays into competitive parenting and it preys on mother's fears of their baby dying. And I think there's some things you're like, yeah, you want like a really nice stroller if you can afford it. But like everything else, like- can well, and you only on the use,
0: floor. it's crazy the stuff that you'll only use for like a year or whatever. That's
2: what I'm saying. And like people are like, what about COVID? It's like, I'm hopefully you'd wash it. But then what happens is you just break down. You're like, oh, I can't sit here and like haggle with a mom from like Sherman Oaks about her like up a baby picker, baby puppy bumper bumper, bumper upper.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And so it just breaks you down and it's like you're a bad parent if you don't want to spend, like I can spend that money. I just don't want to. It's stupid. It's a waste. It's wasteful. Yeah, I was struggling with this a few weeks ago and then I go on this registry and adding stuff to the registry. It's like import other registry. Oh, unfortunately, the code is not valid. You're just like, I think actually having a child is easier than making this registry. This is the worst part. It is like import. Hey, are you a regular person? Import this HTML. Like it's a nightmare. And then because of supply chain, it's like, sorry, you'll have to have a rabid wolf pushing your dog, your dog, your baby. (laughs) I just think it's kind of all bullshit and I look forward to combating this well into raising my child. Oh, boy. I just do.
0: Well, and you've gotten a few things from like
2: other moms, like your manager. Yeah, you pick stuff. a select few women that you trust and then yeah. you ask for their stuff. Uh, like one of my friends was like, you need to get, you know, a baby nacho. And I was like, can I just have your baby nacho? She was like, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> like, why not? But like all this fear mongering, like, get your sleeping now. It's like, shut up. Don't say that to people. One of our neighbors was like, you need to get your kid set up for preschool now. And I'm like, really? She's not even born. I went on the website. You have to have a birthday. (laughs) Like this fear-mongering, like, oh, she's just not going to be anything. Yeah, they want to do a walkthrough with the living uh, child. Ideally, when the child can walk. Yeah. So this thing where it's like, oh, you should have, when you were 19, started looking into preschools. Somehow things get by. And you know what? Also, nothing can beat is good parenting. But your kid in the best school, your kid still might be a fuck-up because you're a fuck-up.
0: I don't plan on that happening. Do
2: you think you're going to be a good
0: parent? I don't mean that loaded in any
2: way. Like, do you think, or know. is it something that you've... I don't know. I think I'm a pretty cool person. hmm And I know that, like, a dog is not a baby because a dog, like, doesn't cry, which I find grating. Even a child's laugh, I find rep- <laughs> repulsive. <laughs> uh... I think I'll be cool, but I, I really believe you don't know till you go. Yeah. I'm not one of these people that's like, I'm not going to let my kid have screens. It's like, really? See oh, if that sugar. kid's screaming at dinner. See if you don't give it a screen. Yeah. So I'm big on not judging other parents for their style. But I also like think back at like all the stuff I did or didn't have and like I'm pretty well adjusted. So yeah, I plan on doing that. Yeah. My poor parents had to push around one of those strollers that has two like, because
0: we're twins. twins. So it's like the double decker. Who got the front I feel like it was, I don't know. I just remember that I always had to wear a little hat because I was bald. And so they had to protect my little head. And my sister had like a lot of hair. No, it was to tell you apart. (laughs) That could have been it. You both
2: had hair. That could have been it. You shaved me to be like, Ew, (laughs) you couldn't figure it out. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, do you want to have another one? I'm like, haven't you had this one? I don't know." know. People are so weird about that. What are the stats on surrogates? Like, let's get that going. Let's get that order in so I can get that to go.
0: Yeah, hit up up whoever
2: did Kim Kardashian's kids and see. I'm sure that name is just like out there. (laughs) (laughs) The whole thing is just like all of a sudden. It's like, hey, you need to think about everything that you've never thought about because we were telling you you were a whore for having sex. And now that you had this baby, up a baby pick-up-upper-upper.
0: I just feel like we're in an age where we have too much information about everything. And so it's like, if you didn't know about all this stuff, you wouldn't worry about it. But now that you know about all of it, it's
2: like, oh God. Also the most intuitive, strongest force on the planet is nature. Mm. Like you're going to figure it out. Your body's going to do what it's to do. That being said, all the things that happen to your body, like it would suggest that it's not natural to have a child. <laughs> like everything is just, your vision gets weird and your nose gets stuffy and you grow like a nub. <laughs> No Are you way. growing enough? I don't have, I mean, a bump. <laughs> Your stomach or something
0: else? Let's see that baby bump. Like, all right, relax. I just read on Reddit about someone who was pregnant and like a man just reached over and just like touched her. <gasps> and she was like, oh my God, get off of me. And he's like, hey, yeah, I nice. just, I'm trying to touch the, I just want to feel it. Why? Like, so you get, get out of boner. here. Why? Like, why do you want to feel someone else's it's baby? so
2: gross. I don't even want to feel another person, period. <laughs> Get away from me. I don't know you. My name's Young Fur. All right. (laughs) Hi, Eliza
0: Crew and Fur Babies. I think my question is unique. At least I've not heard it asked in two years of listening. Let's see. My husband and I, both 34, need to get serious about estate planning and organizing guardians for our kids. Eight-year-old girl, five-year-old boy. Right now, we have my mom set as first. She's the obvious choice, most involved with the kids, and willing to pick up her life so they have consistency. And she's most in line with our beliefs and our wishes for how they'd be raised. But she's in her 60s. We need to have backups named. Right now, the second- 60s
2: are pretty young, but okay, fair.
0: Yeah, but I mean, if that, you know-
2: Also, hopefully you won't need it ever. And also, hopefully it's not anytime soon.
0: Yeah. Right now, the second is my BFF, the kid's unofficial godmother, non-religious, as she is similar to my mom and understanding our wishes, but hasn't seen the kids a lot since we moved out of state five years ago. That's a sitcom waiting in heaven. We actually with have a sad origin story. We actually have a lot of other family, many of which I think would flip if they knew we plan to leave our kids with a non-blood relative, but we don't agree with a lot of their lifestyles. They also really aren't great with money. I'd love for my brother to step up. He's close with the kids, understands our wishes and is terrific with money, on track for early retirement, but he's not comfortable taking care of kids. Now that the kids are older, I want to bring up the topic with him again, but also don't want to pressure him or guilt him. He's on the shy side. It'd be hell for him to deal with family who wants to visit the kids, having to possibly advocate for them like at school. My BFF would be much better suited for dealing with all that. She's no nonsense. So how do I approach my bro and how do we tell our other family we don't want them to be guardians? I don't want them to find out after tragedy strikes. That That's would be exactly hell for everyone. That's exactly what you should do. That's exactly
2: what you should do. They don't have <laughs> to deal with any of this. That's <laughs> By the way, I'm
0: thinking. The reason this has been weighing on me extra few months back, my husband and I had a very near-death experience. Oh. If you want to hear that story, just let me know and I'll follow up. Yes, we do. Okay. I no. immediately-
2: Okay. My, my whole thought the whole time was like, who cares? You'll be dead. Don't- You don't have to deal with don't, it. You'll be dead.
0: Don't push
2: your brother into do- it. He do doesn't do want to do it. He doesn't want to D- do it. He shouldn't have to step up. He didn't choose to have children. Listen to me. These are your wishes. You got the mom on deck. Everything's going to be fine. You're not going to die. And the odds of both of you dying while very high- I'm just kidding- You're not going to die. Quit thinking about it. You're going to manifest something weird. Um, And God forbid you die. And God forbid your mom also dies. Hopefully the kids are old enough because you only have about 10 more years on the oldest one where you have to think about this. You definitely go with the best friend. And quite frankly, nobody needs to know the plan. Nobody's thinking about it. Nobody's digging into it. This is not Thanksgiving conversation. Mom, you're on deck. Best friend, you're in the bullpen. That's it. You don't have to share this with anyone. Yeah, nobody's asking nobody's thinking about it
0: my my mom the other day was like call me and give me your social security number because we're putting you down as the like b- person who's dealing with the <laughs> <you> <laughs> whatever with the state planning oh, but oh. I just I know you're saying like you don't want to bully your brother into it but you do because you're saying you want him to step up and how do you talk to him to make him do it he doesn't want to do it don't put this
2: on him that'll be uncomfortable for your kids that's it not everybody's equipped to be a parent and it sounds like by choice he's not a parent so don't do that to him mm-hmm go with the best friend and give no and no one's going to ask you like oh what did you decide. Yes yeah. there's like a lot of money at stake but I don't think that's true.
0: Yeah, people aren't like hey if, if, you,
2: if there were you'd be cryogenically freezing your body you wouldn't worry about being dying.
0: Being who's dying. getting those kids when you guys die and your yeah. mom dies? Yeah, what is this like,
2: lemony snicket?
0: No one needs to know. The bodlier twins except for your lawyers. Okay. Okay. So do you know what a baby sprinkle is? No. So it's like if it's um you like your second or third kid, so not your first kid, right? Because it's like... Oh, it's not a shower. Already, yeah, because you've already gotten probably a majority of baby stuff at right. the shower, but now a sprinkle is like, we here's, still want some, some more cash. gifts. Yeah, but, here's some
2: fresh diapers. Yeah, so. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It happened to me. I didn't think it would, but it happened to me. I had a nasty bout of postpartum depression. Now, there's nothing to be ashamed about in talking about what you're dealing with, and there's nothing to be ashamed about in talking about it with to someone from BetterHelp. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time. No additional charge and it doesn't hurt their feelings. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com Eliza today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash Eliza.
0: A DM, Eliza. Hi, Eliza. I was curious on how you felt about baby sprinkles. Unless you accidentally got pregnant after giving your baby things away and your youngest is 10 years old, I find it annoying and typically don't attend them. With that being said, I'm in a pickle. My sister-in-law, my husband's brother's wife, Mm -hmm. is pregnant with her second child. Her first child just turned two and the second baby was planned. She's having a baby sprinkle thrown for her, which isn't really a sprinkle seeing as 40 plus people are invited. I asked my husband if it would be wrong not to attend since it's my sister-in-law and he kind of just gave me a shoulder shrug and said it would probably be best to just attend. 100%. With the first shower, my husband and I spent good money on a newborn shoot for the present and never received a thank you for it. No Ew. thank you note sent out or <gasps> even a thank you in person at the shower, which was a little hurtful. Anyway, I'm wondering if I should just suck Did it up get and it? go. Did she not get it? What's a baby shoot? I assume like a picture, it's a photo shoot with the baby. Oh, I thought it was like a sack. No, I assume it was like a baby photo shoot. I wonder if I should just suck it up and go Maybe and get her something ugly. simple, like an outfit and some diapers or there just you fake
2: sick. Figure out go. get your thoughts on the subject. That's exactly what you do. It will create so much of a problem. Go out, you get one of the cheap diaper towers or like, oh look, your baby can be a raccoon for Halloween, whatever. So go to Target. Wrap it nicely, whatever. Spend under 50 bucks. I don't know your financial situation. There's stuff out there for 20 bucks. Uh, get her like a 10 pack of bibs, some diapers, you know, or get the mom, like a relaxation, like bullshit gift set, the candle that says like strong mama.
0: Yeah, find something cheap on the registry. Yeah. It's just easier. But I would be curious, did you ever see the photos? Did she go do the shoot she and never not did not say anything
2: to you? There you go. She never did it. She never did it because she didn't want to and she hated that you gifted that to her. Now I think it's a sweet gift. Again, if the baby's ugly, it's a burden on everyone. Um, Get If you want to sidestep like you participating in their family, get the mom. Go on like Etsy, type in like mama to be and there's all these like faux empowerment, like, you know, rock star mama lip balm. You can get one for like $15 or something and it comes with lavender and that way- Nobody can accuse you of not being thoughtful. You're like, I was thinking of you. That yeah. way you're not you're not giving their baby present. It's something small. Yeah. you would be done.
0: But how do you feel? Like, I feel like, yeah, it's like they had a kid. They knew they were having another kid. They probably didn't throw out their like all the stuff, like all that stuff that we were just talking about, right. like all the stuff you need. Like a, a baby picker rubber. Yeah. And a baby nacho and upper whatever. A baby
2: better picker upper rubber baby buggy bumper. So
0: they have that stuff and are like, mm, we would just like more Did stuff. you the nacho? Yeah,
2: because you've said it. I don't know what that is. It's not a thing, but it's not a thing. It should be. It's a triangle that your baby goes in. It's crunchy. For his sense senses. Um <laughs> I don't yeah. like it. You know, maybe she's registered, but if you sidestep all that, the point is it will cause a bigger problem to not go. Your husband's absolutely right. You just go, you stay for 20 minutes. I gotta go pick up the kids. Whatever. That's Got a it. diarrhea. Because yeah. And then find out about those pictures. Yeah. You could very passive aggressively be like, we got you this, because we Oh, you get, get her frame. Camera. a frame. A oh, frame for those pictures I bought you. You shrew. You shrill shrew.
0: I get, I get the like, like it's easier to just get her something small and go, but I get that being like, God, I'm like grubby to do like we we're having a Big shower for the second, like 40 plus
2: people. It's like, ugh. It's I just, don't know. This stuff's expensive and a, this baby's no less valuable. But it's like, what is this thing? Why do I have to subsidize you, other people's lives? It's straight. It's part of being friend, it's straight out of Sex in the City. Carrie's like, I've got to go to your housewarming. And you've. that's why when Jodi uh, had yours. her birthday- I threw it for her. Yeah. It was a housewarming. 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 I threw it, quote unquote, mm-hmm. for her, even though like it was at her house and she bought a bunch of snacks. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and I just straight up in the email said what she couldn't say. I was like, hey, you guys, Jody has, you know, been to your weddings and been to your things and now she's got a house. So please cough it up. Yeah people of course think like if you don't have kids then we shouldn't give you any gifts but it's no you shouldn't have to subsidize it but it is the cost of friendship like you're in yeah. their lives it just it it just adds up and up and up it does. and you're just like oh but you don't have to do something expensive and She's a shitty person if she's like, "Why wasn't this more expensive?" Yeah, if you're a multimillionaire and you're like, "Here's a Target gift card for ten dollars." Fuck you. But if
0: she's not, she didn't send a thank you card for the first one, so it's like she gets she what also she may gets. have it
2: got lost. Like you don't know the story, but I, I think you're right, Emily. I think she never took. Those I, I would be very curious to know if there were photos. Get taken. her another photo session, but to
0: not even say. <laughs>
2: Hand her the same exact- You sound like you were crying.
0: <laughs> to not <laughs> I know. even say. Hand her back the same exact the confirmation email from two years ago.
2: Oh my God. That's so funny. Be like, use this and I'll get you another gift, <laughs> it, Ugh. Yeah. Let us know what you do. Let us know about those pictures. Nobody ever lets us know. I'm very curious. Two years later, the mirror wasn't haunted. <laughs> cool, cool update. <laughs> <laughs> the mirror was haunted. I'm texting you from beyond the grave. Hi, Liza. longtime fan of your
0: comedy and listener of the pod. I'm a 29-year-old female who works in TV production. Uh-oh. Last year, I landed my first job as a director's assistant for a network TV pilot.
2: Director's assistant. For, for
0: context, the director is a highly regarded, sought-after comedy director who's worked on very high-profile shows for most of his career. That job got cut short by the pandemic, but we kept in touch and we finally reconnected when he hired me as his assistant early this year for a first-season comedy. Since then, we've worked on several shows together and seem to get along. He's a nice enough guy and seems open to mentorship. And as I'm someone who ultimately wants to direct, he's a perfect person to work for. So when our show got picked up for a second season, for some reason, when renegotiating his contract this time around, he didn't get an assistant. I got hired on the show anyway as a PA, the same job I've been doing for five years. But since the director is also on the show, he still routinely asked me to do things for him. He's also an
2: actor on the show?
0: No, since the director is also on the show. Like this is, the director's on this show and they've worked together before. Since he's working from the East Coast most of the time, he's an EP but will fly in every few weeks to direct an episode. He leans on me to keep him informed and to listen in on meetings, et cetera. He's told me multiple times that he'll talk to higher ups and get me back to doing my old job but so far I've continued to do grunt work as a PA while yeah. still doing things for him on the DL yeah today he finally said he didn't want to ruffle any more feathers but still wants me available to him saying things like you can create the job you want which feels ludicrous considering the job I want literally existed six months ago something's up Long story short, I've assisted and done thankless grunt work for five years on other shows. I finally got a more interesting job, and now I have to do it secretly without the title, pay, or respect. If I can get demoted like this in season two, I don't see making any meaningful advancement in future seasons. Am I being naive yeah. and letting myself be exploited, or is this just another soul crushing step on the way to my dream job?
2: I could probably figure out who this is.
0: I'm not asking for an Emmy. I'm not even asking to direct yet. Sounds All I like want is to, an ass- Emmy. <laughs> is to assist the director I've always already been working with above board and feel
2: like i I'm making some forward momentum in my career. I'm not, not not assistant director. Director's assistant. Not not assistant manager. No, she says I want to, to, the to assist
0: the director. Assistant to the regional director. Yeah. Almost thirty, feeling very stuck. It's getting harder and harder yeah, yeah, yeah. to go to work every day without feeling resentful that I'm doing the same job I've been doing since I graduated college and for the same pay. I'd love any and all thoughts. You have much love to you, the gang, and your
2: broom, little human. Signed, L. Here's what happened. Here's what happened. Um, I don't know the net. Did you say ABC? No. Oh, I don't know I got that. I don't know the network. It's a network comedy, apparently. A network comedy. Yeah. Network. You're not saying like a network, like a cable network. You're saying a network comedy. If it's an okay, there's the version where this show was like barely brought back or they needed a sophomore show. This has happened before. Um, So they're like, fine, this one, but let's slash budgets. Now I'd be interested to know if the budget was cut on the show or is this like, Scandal is this like a big show where they have a big budget? Okay, because you don't want to say that, and they're like, "No, we made cuts everywhere." So, like, I would compare the rosters from the last two to see is there a bigger department or is there a smaller department? Okay, mm-hmm. let's say all things are the same and they brought it back. Let's you'll know if the show's successful. You can look it up. Let's say it's successful. Part of me feels like he just didn't go to bat for you, or maybe the network. Didn't necessarily, did he create the show? No, but
0: like EP director. And so she had been working with him and as He's an EP his on assistant. the show.
2: Uh-huh, I get it. No, I get yeah. it. Yeah. I think he, it, I think he didn't go to bat for you and he's trying to get you to work, quote unquote, for free because they're paying sucks. you less. I hear that. I'm, at first I was like, dude, suck it up. This is great. But given the rest of the info, this comes down to what you will and won't put up with. Mm-hmm. And I think there's, you know, you don't want to go above him. He's the EP, so you can't. I would take stock of everything like I just said and I would just say to him, you know, I I, I think he, I, you have to stand up for yourself and I can't tell you exactly how to do it, but I can tell you, especially at 30, like there are definitely- Almost def- 30. Almost 30, <laughs> fine. There are people, yes, who may, are career PAs, whatever, but there are people who are, who have surpassed you that have higher jobs. And- there are no favors in show business. Please hear me when I tell you this. I know this is going to fall on deaf ears, probably to you and most of the podcasts because most people don't work in show The amount of things I've done where it's like, well, it's a really good look for the network. And then the executive you do that for, shocker, they moved. And now they're in drama at like uh, like Telemundo. And you're like, cool, I can't work there. So- yeah. You know, when you're younger, it's like you want to be this go-getter and you want to help out. But at a certain point, you'll start to see doing favors like actually gets you nowhere. And you're uncomfortable and he's taking advantage. And he may not see it that way because he sees it as like, you know, you're lucky. So I would just put it to him. I don't know how you're going to stay on the show. It's tough because you can't be like, no, I won't make that call for you.
0: Right, it's tough because you're doing the PA job and then also doing the assistant job that was taken away from you.
2: What he's saying when I don't want to ruffle feathers is he's like, I don't want to deal with this.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: So it's going to be tough. I promise you he is a small and petty man. Most men that work in this industry are. Yeah. And I promise he's going to be a bitch about it.
0: Yeah. Um. Do you think it's worthwhile to- suck it up for this season, but talk to him and be like, I can't do this again next season. Like I need to I don't know how much your longer s- your
2: season is. Right. So it's like, can you suck it up? You know, is this, uh, it's a network show. So you're probably doing so many episodes, you know? Yeah. And it's just such a gamble of like, will this pay out? You no, know what you could say to him? You could just be like, I'm, you could lie. And just be like, I have a second job and my bandwidth is cut short. So I focus really hard on this PA job. I'm trying to move up here but I can't do both. Because he'll be like, what's the big deal? I ask you to like, you know, you're not doing him a favor. Yeah. But at a certain point you feel taken advantage of and the truth is he is not going to bat for you. And if this guy's a big deal, like why would you not be able to have an assistant? I think he's lying to you.
0: Well, that it's like it wasn't in his contract or he could year. keep the money or
2: some, something. Dumb. Yeah. Exactly. Or it may not have been in the show's not doing that well. I would yeah. assess and let us let us know.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, you think? Do you think she should have like just an honest conversation with him about like, I'm doing two jobs You know, it feels like a step back.
2: I would love to work directly with you above the board. Yeah, or but what are you going to say? Like, or I can't send that fax for you. Yeah, that's tough. I think it's not so much the workload as much as you feel like you're it's, being asked to do yeah, these favors.
0: Especially because he's like, just do it. It's just like, it's on the DL. Like, just just cater to my needs, mm-hmm. but also do your job and don't tell anyone because we're not paying you to help yeah, me. Yeah, it's really, it's,
2: un, it's, it's very cool. weird, especially for a network show where like everything. Yeah, is all
0: unionized?
2: It is, it all is. And he's, what he's doing is he's just like, getting free work and probably getting to keep extra money in the budget or something. Something's not right here.
0: Yeah, sorry. Sorry.
2: But those are the thoughts. Yeah. We listen to that answer.
0: Whatever we just said. <laughs> yeah. All right. We have a question and a Kashi
2: cereal pregnancy tip. Oh God. So we'll do the question. You first. want to lose your baby and your butthole? Load up. I get sued.
0: Hello, Isaac Grew. I'm a longtime fan from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Looking forward to seeing you live in April. I saw your show with a friend the last time you were in OKC and cannot wait to see you again. We had that tasty pizza.
2: Where's oh. that Oklahoma City? Here's Tulsa Three sisters okay oh. i'm twenty
0: six and had my first child this August. By recommendation from my son's pediatrician and my own doctor, my husband and I are only allowing vaccinated family members and friends meet our son. I was vaccinated this last March when I was pregnant and have read that there is some evidence that shows antibodies can be passed on from mother to child, and I'm hoping nope. he has some of mine. Yeah. My husband and I both have large families that live in our hometown, and for the most part, they have all been vaccinated except for three stubborn members of my family. My two younger brothers, one of them is still in college, and my grandmother. My mother and father are both vaccinated, so I'm not sure why they're being so stubborn when it comes to getting the vaccine. It makes me sad that they won't get it to meet their first nephew and great-grandson. Do I hold strong through the holiday season and keep the baby away, or do I risk it since the majority of the family is vaccinated? I want to have Thanksgiving and Christmas together as a family, but I'm torn. Also, my good friend whose due date was just three days after mine had her son and I've yet to see her because she also refuses to get vaccinated and has two stepchildren that attend a large high school and husband that works in the medical industry. I just feel like it's all too risky. This is the same friend I bought tickets with to see your show with before COVID happened. Well, at least you got in one show. Am I being a crazy new mom nope. for wanting to shelter my baby? Nope. Or am I the sane one trapped in a state where people would rather ingest horse dewormer rather than an FDA-approved vaccine? It is FDA-approved, just not for humans. Now, Wow. Well, uh, also, hot pregnancy tip. I'm ready. I was so constipated my entire pregnancy, and one day I was listening to your podcast, and I heard you talking about Kashi <gasps> cereal. If you ever are feeling backed up this pregnancy...
2: It helps do the trick. Oh, wow. Also, this is a pick of my sweet baby. That is sweet baby. That's a gorgeous baby. Yeah. If you want to install handrails next to your toilet so you got something to grip while you're bearing down and dumping out, listen to me. Yeah. If you want to like start going through the motions of giving birth, load up on Kashi because it's the same pushing mechanism. Listen to me. Uh, I can only give you this advice because I am leading by example and I have a very close family member who will not get vaccinated and we are having a big Thanksgiving and they are not invited. Yeah. I said, please get vaccinated. I'm giving you time to do your research. Oh, I've done the research. I'm like, cool, cool Instagram scroll. Yeah. So my answer is what I'm doing and that is, sorry, it hurts, it sucks, but we have to stand firm. And uh, it just takes one.
0: And we are, it's so interesting to see like the only negative reviews we're getting on the podcast are people that are like, I thought you were open minded but now that you're bashing other people's views and beliefs, no, I won't listen. It's like, this is not that anymore. Also, I don't care what your beliefs are.
2: I care about the fucking facts. Yeah. And like your view, I mean, your view could be that being a murderer is good. So just cause I dis, you're not being open-minded person that left that comment. Cause yeah. you're not supporting my, this is my fucking podcast. And I'll tell you something else. You're a, a pariah. Yeah, so but this is just not one of those no, this is just one of those things where it's
0: you're, we're losing friends, we're losing family, we like people are not people are taking drawing such a hard line. You need to keep your family safe in whatever way you, gotta you do feel. You got to do what's right for you. Yeah. Just
2: as they are doing what's right for them and yeah. nobody is forcing them to get the vaccine. Yeah. And nobody's forcing you to not get it or to get it and then you make your own choices. They're making their choices. For some reason, people who don't like the vaccine have a problem with other people having their choices. Yeah. And they don't realize they'll be taking away your choice of life when they kill you.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so someone reached out. Hi, Liza and Emily. I'm based in Austin, Texas. I listen to your podcast while I'm working in my studio. I'm I'm a a sculptor.
2: Is it a guy or a girl? Girl. And you're a sculptress.
0: (laughs) And wanted to respond to the listener's question about keeping old journals and diaries. Wait, sculptress. Sculptress. (laughs) I actually went through this a few years ago and ultimately decided to censor or toss most of my preteen or high school writings because I would only tend to write in them if I had extremely strong emotions, i.e. I hate my parents or obsessing about a boy that weren't representative of the totality of the time and the likelihood of my loved ones coming across them if I passed and those words being among the last thing they saw me write about them just didn't seem worth it. You guys are
2: so morbid. Like no one's going to read your diary from when you were 15 and be like, (laughs) this is how she thought as an adult.
0: That said, the grade school one were pretty funny slash adorable. Hope that helps. As always, I really appreciate your dual perspective slash insight on the wide range
2: of issues and questions. Look, if you don't have kids, no one's going through your old books. Nobody's going to throw it out.
0: I found an old diary of mine and the only entry in it was like, my neighbor, neighbor Martha Ann died today. It was like November 7th, 1990. And I was just like, my neighbor died. And I just remember that like that was the first person I knew that had died. And I just put
2: that and there was nothing else in this journal. I started writing funny sketches, like, from a very young age. Yeah. Were, like, all a little morbid. A lot of my stories that I wrote in school were like, and then this person died. So, I get that. Yeah. I mean, it's keep two things. Lock them up in a safety deposit box. This idea that, like, what if I die and they find them? Like, n- shouldn't cross your mind. Yeah. Nobody's going to read through your stuff. They're going to look for cash, and then they're going to throw your stuff away. Right. Yeah. Don't put cash in there. <gasps> Leave a fake treasure map. Like, I'm writing this to myself in the ev- in the event of my... My mental demise. The money is hidden where the green grass grows, and just like send them on a, on a goose chase. When you ask someone what language they took in school, usually it's like with an eye roll, they're like, I'm French. Mayor. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, ask Eliza anything listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash Eliza. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash Eliza today.
0: Hey Eliza and Emily. I am 28 and have been single for the last five years. Four months ago, I met this great guy "'who I really like, get along with my friends "'and my parents like him. "'Everything was going great "'until I mentioned that I was friends "'with an ex from high school "'and a friend I had slept with once a few years ago. "'He was upset, telling me it's super weird "'to be friends with an ex "'and he didn't want to be around them "'and he was worried I would cheat on him "'with one of them, "'even though I've never ever cheated on anyone.'" I don't want mm-hmm. to feel guilty being mm-hmm. friends with them or not be able to have my boyfriend and them in the same room. I love to host my friend group at my house. He has picked a few fights with me since finding out, saying he didn't know if he could get over the feeling of knowing I'm friends with them. Please,
2: please dump this person. Is
0: this something I should give him time to get over or is the trust issue too deep? He has been cheated on I before was about, we met. I was about Thanks. to say, this love guy's you. been, oh
2: man, I was about to say, this guy's been cheated on. You are going to pay for it. Uh and what will happen is you will coach him through it, and you will listen to me. You will bear the brunt of this and all of his insecurities, yeah. and you'll soften him for the next woman, and then he'll be normal with her it is it should be very unattractive to you that he is that insecure. You shouldn't have even had to have started this question this uh email with. I've been single for five years, like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you've been sleeping with dudes this whole time, yeah, run, do not walk from this guy uh and I, I dated someone like that who was like such a great guy, and his last girlfriend made a real cuck out of him, and i I didn't cheat on him, and it was just constant, and it would flare up if we go out drinking, he would say something or it would always it was always rearing its head, and it only got worse, and I just like dumped him in the night and ran away.
0: Uh-huh.
2: next person he dated, he married. He married, and they're they've got kids, and he's lovely, and it's fine. Yeah, and I'm like, cool. That was fun being a punching bag. So mm-hmm. not literally, but this is not the guy for you. This is so gross, and you won't even want to have sex with him. And he's just going to be so weird. That's too. He's drawing. He's putting you in a box. Yeah, baby, it's not worth it. You're allowed to have had a life.
0: Yeah, and to have <sighs> good relationships with we need people. Fucking break. Yeah, so we have a follow up from someone who had reached out, and they had said, "prego party goblin," and they said they won't. <laughs> they won't no say more go. P-dash-dash-dash-O word. It's the pregnant Party Goblin. See you in March. Pregnanny. So they said, they had asked about work. They had that really flexible job, right? But it's, they were offered like a new yes. job at the same company. That was also shitty. That was like a lot less creativity, it like $2, but it's more an hour, money. Right. Yeah. So they said, oh, Did the interview? Got the rejection email today. Everyone that I told about the interview was so confident that I would get it or at least make it to the second round. While I was torn, it does feel shitty. I guess I'll just keep doing what I'm doing. I just want to make sure to more to support my babby and make more than my husband, as I'm the one with the MBA.
2: Baby, and they just wrote no,
0: they put it in quotes because I think because then they're like no more p dash 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 o word. So look, honestly, sometimes you get a rejection and it works out because you don't have to make the choice. Everything always works out for the best. Yeah, I think that like it sucks to be rejected, but I mean, it sucks to be rejected, but I think it it worked out for the best.
2: We told you not to get that job anyway. Yeah. So the gods have conspired in our favor.
0: Yeah. Hi, Eliza, Emily, Tino, Chino, Gracie, and the newest and most exciting edition, Baby Leg. Oh. I live in Miami. She has two. Hopefully.
2: Yeah, I looked. We'll see. I looked right at that leg and that butt how oh, they show you can the, see butt. the butt they're can you like, see like the, the butt cheeks or just like, like and there's the full foot you're like I'm good uh, I'm, I am would hope that it's there yeah oh female comic hopes her child has anatomy <sighs> uh baby's got two legs <laughs> I don't mean to brag
0: good for her <laughs> two legs I live in Miami and recently moved from the beach to a more family-oriented area. From the beach. I have a 20-month-old baby girl, so she was born 2 months before the pandemic. I had a pretty traumatic birth, so it took me a long time to recover both emotionally and physically. Oof. And basically by the time I was functional again, we went into lockdown. I spent the first year and a half of my daughter's life completely isolated and had no opportunities to socialize with anyone. Most of my friends either don't have kids or they had them a long time ago. In May this year, I was introduced to a group of moms. We're probably 10 total that live close by. Everyone's a first-time mom. Most of us have very flexible work hours and we're all in our 40s. This group has become my lifeline, quite frankly. Motherhood can be very lonely, and it's extremely boring to only interact with a toddler all day long. Oh, God. That sounds awful. We live in a beautiful area with lots of parks everywhere, so we get together three days a week, and we hire teachers to do classes for our toddlers outdoors. The kids love each other, and I'm really enjoying my time with the moms. We go out just the moms once a month for dinner. It's just a wonderful support group. No Uh one gossips or talks shit. It's all very positive. uh Uh-oh. But... That sounds like my nightmare. Here comes Linda. (laughs) My one dilemma is that most of the moms are very conservative in their views. One, for example, is fiercely pro-life. Another has made a couple anti-gay remarks. And there's one gay mom. I'm almost sure they're all Trump supporters. A couple of them made light anti-Semitic remarks in the past dinners. There's one Jewish mom also. All of them are very- Sounds like they're equal opportunity (laughs) offenders.
2: Sounds like everybody's chill.
0: All of them are very well educated Latin wo- women who emigrated here not too long ago. They're open minded enough that at the dinners, I've been able to tell them I disagree, and it never gets personal or nasty. Me and my husband's group of friends and family is pretty homogenous. We're all liberal, pro-choice, et cetera. This is my first time socializing that often with people who have such drastically different views. And there's a part of me that feels conflicted after those dinners.
2: I'm I'm trying to see the value
0: in these interactions as I know life is nuanced, but sometimes I wonder if this is positive for me. I have zero complaints beyond that. Everyone's so loving and caring and I get so much out of the activities with the kiddos. The girls are fun to be around. After one of the dinners where I had a really heated discussion with the pro-life mom, which by the way is one of my favorites aside from that, we hugged and she said she appreciated me being open and transparent on my stance, that she admired me and learned so much from me.
2: I go. told her that day That's that nice. I hoped one that day I hope she dogs- gets pregnant and has to <laughs> fucking carry that child no matter the circumstances. We'll
0: just disagree but still love and respect each other. What do you think? Am I overthinking this? Maybe yeah. I'm just a lonely, desperate housewife. LOL. Thanks for your show. DPP was the only thing keeping me sane the first year of lockdown as a first time mom. Love you guys. And then we have a bonus question,
2: but let's get into this. What's this woman's name? It's anonymous. Okay, let me just say this. Um, Just as I'm always saying on the podcast, like you're friends with this girl now, it doesn't matter. These women are serving a purpose now mm-hmm. and the world is starting to open up more. You live in Miami, okay? And it's no secret that uh, a large percentage of the Latino population is Catholic. Catholic yeah. And usually with that comes certain views, okay? Mm-hmm. Um. This is just the demographic that you're buying into. This is not all Latina, excuse me, Latina women. Uh, but this is the group you picked. And a lot of times if people aren't raised around, like homosexuality is looked down on a lot of communities, especially a lot of like minority communities. Um, and a Jew is something that... Some people don't even come in contact with their whole lives. Um, so sometimes it's just out of ignorance versus hate. Not that it's okay, but there there is a difference. And mm-hmm. it really is... You have to ask yourself, am I uncomfortable or are you just not used to hearing that? And like, where's your real boundary? But it's so great that you were able to have a conversation. And quite frankly, that's what we're missing. If anything, you should feel bad for them that they, if they feel that way, look, you make a gay joke. It doesn't mean you hate gay people. You made a joke, right? So you have to draw that line. But truthfully, right now it serves a purpose and they don't need to be forever.
0: Yeah, I guess it just depends. It would be hard. If it truly was like coming from a hateful place, it would be hard for me to not. But it sounds like they're open to it. Like you can just be like, why would you say that? It sounds like,
2: like they're ignorant. Like yeah, they just don't they know. They don't know any
0: better. So if they're saying something homophobic, you can be like, well, what do you mean by that? Like just, I think if you yeah. you can discuss it by the with way, them. you
2: can be educated and I don't know what that means to you, but you can be educated and still ignorant and just unaware, yeah. you know? You can speak 12 languages and still like not know that Jews don't have horns. So- Um, I think you will know when you've had enough, but you know, maybe make it your tiny secret mission to like slowly try to open their minds. It's not about changing their minds or converting them, but having rational conversations like that and giving people a chance to explore answers and not be embarrassed, Mm -hmm. I think really goes a long way. Yeah. Think about it. Like if somebody explains something to you and they were like, Hey, I just, you know, why do you think that? What do you think? Versus like you ignorant bitch. Yeah. You always, so I think, keep it going for now. It's great for the kid. Yeah. You're enjoying them. They're never going to be just like you. Maybe they will one day, but they serve a purpose now and it doesn't have to be forever.
0: And they do seem, they seem open. They seem not hateful. They just seem to not know what's going on. And, you know,
2: that's, yeah. And people are very protective of being ignorant. Like, well, this is what I know. I'm very curious
0: if all of these women are vaccinated.
2: Yeah. Here's Another can of worms for you, yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, so here's just another bonus question What are you looking forward to the most about becoming a mom to a girl?
2: <gasps> this is a real, I mean, I guess it's a superficial answer because I'd be it's just about becoming a mom, you mm-hmm. know, and, and whatever she is or isn't or whatever is fine. Um, But I think, you know, you show her like like my mom uses baby oil to take off her makeup and she showed that to me. Like all the little girl things mm-hmm. that you wouldn't necessarily have with a boy unless he was gay. Um, So just like little things, little tiny ways to stand up for yourself, little feminine things, little tips and tricks that I probably do naturally that she'll just sort of observe. Mm-hmm. But I think it's not about creating like a badass, kick-ass, feminist baby bitch. But like- instilling in her just a sense of self so that when some like piece of shit guy like tries to do something, not even physically, like she just is so strong in herself that she just like I did, I'm like, why would you get to talk and not me? (laughs) Teaching her that she is one of the girls and one of the guys. Yeah. All right. I'm just looking forward to being her rudder, you know, keeping her on the straight and narrow, Mm -hmm. but letting her be herself.
0: And you don't have to make that circumcision decision.
2: No, we don't live in a rural part of Africa. Uh, cause, yeah, because you're not having a boy. Right, we're having a girl. Um, And like never thought of it before, but I did see like a tiny tutu yesterday and I was like, put the tutu on the baby. Put a little bow on the I'm baby. I'm looking forward to dressing her up in a little outfit. Little outfit, like a little animal. Maybe she's a little elephant. I don't know. All right, great. I'm looking forward to saying that's your vagina. No one touches it. And that and that's your. These are your privates.
0: Is that going to be day one? Get the baby home and be like, "That's your
2: vagina." Let her know though; those are your privates.
0: (laughs) I don't know. I don't know why it's.
2: I I don't. I never thought about it because it's like it's all going to be cool. Yeah, I'm going to try to like get her to be really good at math. That way, even if she's terrible at math, she'll be better than I was. Mm -hmm. Like if I start with math from when she's younger, she'll Mm -hmm. build up some math antibodies. (laughs) Don't want it to be hard for her. Sometimes it just is, well, but yeah, sometimes math's hard. Yeah. I also think here's my here's my prediction. I think higher education is gonna have less of a value in the future. I think so. And so I'm I think I'm gonna be really of course education is so important and being autodidactic and intelligent. But like I think experiences, I think it's very important as an adult to always feel like you belong everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I think instilling that in a person, like roaming about the earth and getting as many experiences so that you're not surprised when you hear about another culture's food or mm-hmm. the way someone is. Like you just are calm as you move throughout this planet. Yeah. And centered. I think that's important. Yeah. So, get a tutor. She can do it backstage during the show. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we just erase our whole Instagram and I move to Iceland in five years. And what is with
0: you in Iceland? I
2: don't know. I just feel like it'd be cool. I don't have a, I don't know anything about it. Okay. I just know the capital is Reykjavik.
0: I mean, I think it's nice there. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I know. Sometimes I just get really tired. Okay,
0: okay. Hi, Lies and Emily. I was wondering if you could help me come up with a good comeback. I have two siblings getting married this year. My boyfriend and I have been together for five years, so I'm anticipating getting a lot of when are you two getting married type of questions at my siblings' weddings. I'm not in a rush to get married. My boyfriend and I are both more focused on doing well at our jobs, saving money and enjoying our mid-20s. What can I say as a comeback when I'm inevitably asked about when we're planning on getting married that won't make me sound bitter or annoyed, but shuts down the question?
2: Oh, we already did. <laughs> and then oh, what? You'd be like, just kidding. And then be done with it. Or you say, when do you think we should get married? We're taking a poll. <laughs> would love your input. Be like everyone's asking, would love your feedback. Just yeah. say that. Yeah. It's just so like,
0: I don't know, because I feel like anything you say does feel defensive.
2: Yeah, also, it's anything you say will sound immature. Like, well, statistically, people divorce. Like, you're just going to sound young and immature, so I just say put it back on them. When do you think? Yeah. (laughs) There's a betting pool. When are you getting married? And then look at your boyfriend go, as soon as he can get it up. (laughs) And then you storm away. Fist full of cake. Perfect. Cake faced. Hi, Lies and Emily. I love listening to your podcast
0: and gaining some of your insightful wisdom on tackling unique and puzzling situations. My question involves an ongoing issue between my partner and I and the close relationship he has with his ex-girlfriend of 10 years. Oh, God. For some context, we both recently got out of long-term relationships before meeting at our part-time job at a seafood restaurant. We both continued to live with our exes due to apartment rental agreements. He and I began talking as friends, then we hooked up at a party and really hit it off after that. we both knew that given our recent breakups we were uncertain as to whether we could make a serious relationship work as time went on I realized I like this guy a lot we both work with children have a lot of the same interests at the seafood restaurant assume there are other part-time jobs
2: we both work with (laughs) small shrimp
0: Our fun times together are amazing, but our low moments tend to revolve around his friendship with his ex. Since we're both still good friends with our exes, we knew we had the arduous task of deciding how to either incorporate our previous partners into our lives as friends or let them go. A few months after he and I started our relationship, we moved out of our apartments with our exes and into new separate places with roommates. Okay. With our new living situation, our relationship became more serious, but I became more curious about the time he's still spending with his ex. They shared a dog together, so every two weeks they would trade the dog. During this trade time, they would hang out, smoke some weed, and talk for a few hours. At first, I didn't let this bother me as I wanted to respect their friendship. However, I didn't like feeling left out or not even knowing this woman that my boyfriend enjoys spending time with. I mentioned wanting to meet her, which he responded by telling me that she's not ready to meet me yet and that it
2: is crossing a boundary. Weird. I was cool with it because in, la- in that other question, we were like, look, you're allowed to have a past. Yeah. That's weird. That's so. And this is how she holds on to him and he's letting it happen. If it was just a friendship, you guys could meet. Uh huh. And a friendship she would be meet fine.
0: You. Yeah. Yep. So, yep. I immediately knew something was off and that there were still lingering feelings. I trusted my boyfriend when he told me he didn't have feelings for her, but I couldn't help but feel like she was having a hard time letting go and he either wasn't seeing that or enjoys the feeling of being wanted.
2: Enjoys the feeling of being wanted.
0: A year and a half later, we are still dating and his ex has moved across the country to Texas. We're in Oregon. It's not across the country. That's halfway. (laughs) I thought her leaving would reduce their time together and would help me get over the closeness of their relationship. However, they still text each other on a weekly basis, sometimes with pictures and videos of each other, none of which include me, of course. I don't want to be the mean girlfriend that tells him who he can and can't talk to, but seeing as I have no control over this relationship that hurts me, I'm at a loss as to how I can interfere. I messaged her once over social media, and she ignored it, then blocked (gasps) me. Oh she my refuses God! To speak to me, or even speak about me in conversation, to my boyfriend. She basically tries to pretend I don't exist, and my boyfriend goes along with it to keep the peace between them. I'm thinking of going to couples counseling with my boyfriend to no. see if we can get another outside perspective. But part Dump of me him. thinks counseling is a bad idea because it will open up a lot of my vulnerabilities in which you may use to coerce me emotionally to just drop Are it. you hearing yourself?
2: Are you? Wait, I know, I'm-, <laughs> I'm Not you, Emily. Uh, no, but I know like I'm just like- Are as- you here? First of all, you shouldn't have to go to counseling for a like an easy relationship. This is your boyfriend well, of a uh, year. uh-uh. No, of a year and a half. You sorry. Should- counseling is always good. no. Okay. Hold on. So many things here. This is when it's supposed to be the easiest. You are supposed to be like the most sexual, the most in love, the most fun. There shouldn't be counsel. One thing if, no, hold on. Are you planning on getting married or is there like a serious issue? This is supposed to be easy. This is the easiest part. You should not even be entertaining any of this. And the fact, also the fact that you don't want to go because you're afraid of he'll, um, using your own vulnerabilities against you. This is a person you're intimate with yeah. and you're afraid he's going to use things against you. Do you hear yourself?
0: Should I give him another chance of counseling to see if there are any remedies for dealing with the ex-girlfriend? Should I try to reach out to the ex one more time? No. Or should I remove myself before I become more involved in their relationship? There you go. Option Thank you C. so much for taking the time to read my question. So happy to see you in Portland again. Can't wait to meet baby Eliza one day.
2: Signed LB. Ding, ding, ding. Look, sometimes I listen back to this podcast and I'm like, oh man, like none of my answers were funny, but I'm trying to help you. Trying to help. Please get out of this relationship. You're afraid of being vulnerable. Around a person who is inside you.
0: You're like, oh, if we counsel together, he'll know my weaknesses and turn them on me. That's
2: fully insane. Yeah. That you're vulnerable enough to go to counseling, but you don't want to show him your vulnerabilities because you're afraid he'll hurt you. It's beyond insane that this girl, it's either he talks shit about you to her or it's that she's batshit crazy. And he likes talking to her. He's not over, he's definitely not over her. The
0: fact that she, blo- did you ever meet her? Like, or were this you kept insane. away it was crossing
2: boundaries? Nobody wants to be, some women do it. That's fine. Like you- the beta other woman. That's what you are. You're just like, you the girlfriend. You're the girlfriend. You're not the woman in his life. You're not the love of his life.
0: She blocked her on social. Oh. I wonder
2: what she's posting on social. No, she doesn't want to know you exist. Yeah. I don't, I don't even know if he's talking shit about you, but like, you're just like, it's like when you meet like a cool guy and he's in a band and he's got like the groupie girlfriend, like you have to her, you're like not a person and he's not treating you like the complex individual you are.
0: If his friend who was a male, like blocked you and
2: never acknowledged you, that would be weird. You know, treating like a person. Yeah. I, it's so weird. Yeah. The only option is do not date this person. Yeah. That's it. This guy sucks. Yeah. So see you at the seafood meeting. See you in the hush puppy corner. Yeah. Who cares? Oh my God. Get out of there. It was, look, I get that it was hot. You were both in like shitty relationships. You worked together for sure. Like that's so fun. Thank God you didn't move in with him because that seems like something you would do. And I'm I was very relieved that they each moved into separate apartments. Please get out of this relationship and please get into a relationship with someone you can be vulnerable with that doesn't use your emotions against you. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. You cannot meet my baby until you do this.
0: (laughs) We'll know. Hi, Liza and Emily. I'm a 23-year-old gay guy and my boyfriend is 24 years old. Fuck yeah. Generally, he and I are happy when we have a great relationship. We both came from pretty rocky upbringings and have been able to create stability and comfort with each other. I love him and he loves me. How do you know? (laughs) But lately, we've been having one recurring fight that seems to be putting strain on our relationship. He's a hairstylist who had to take a job- Wait, at a, a gay hairstylist? I had to take a job at a Sorry. commercial salon after COVID first hit, and the money he makes doesn't reflect the consistent great work he puts out. I had a job in retail management that paid really he cuts well- cuts my hair every week. <laughs> but ended up leaving and accepting a job that pays considerably less, but that I'm happier at and doesn't put such strain on my mental health. So right now, we're kind of in a rut where we don't do anything because of money and time issues. Yeah. We usually come home, eat dinner, watch TV for a while, and head to bed. I've expressed how bored I am with this, and I've tried planning some things while he really hasn't. He says it's because he doesn't know what to do when he wants to do things, but everything he can think of is a little bit out of our budget right now. I wonder if there's anything either of you can think of that costs little money and could help us feel like we're enjoying our time together and being stimulated in the relationship. Feels like we've drifted apart a little bit with all the stress and adulting and neither of us are willing to just sit back and watch our relationship fall apart due to uncontrollable
2: circumstances. Okay.
0: P.S. Thanks for making me laugh during my morning routine, work commutes,
2: and long days at the office. Oh, man. A couple things. Uh, Look, I'm not like a love line, but road trips can be inexpensive. You take a cheap road trip, like a couple towns over, cheap motel. You know, roadside snacks are always fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, take a trip. I don't know where you live, like can you go to the beach for a day? Can you packing a picnic is always inexpensive. Um trying out something new and weird with sex. You could always try uh, having sex with a third person. Don't do I
0: mean, I think just like so you're you you sit at home, you watch TV, you eat, like what if one of you plans like dinner, like makes a fun yes, dinner, like theme themes night. it with a movie? So cute. You you just know, like
2: surprising each other, Emily even in Paris cheaply. Food night, yeah, you can totally do that. Plenty of people, plenty of my followers, do not have a ton of money, and they cook along with Don't Panic Pantry, yeah, or they do theme nights, or they do like dinner in a movie. There's inexpensive food everywhere, and
0: Google free cheap things yes, to do in, in my, my city. city. There's a million. It will be an
2: Arboretum. It will be boring, but you can go.
0: <laughs> yeah, you'll find out. It, like, go for a also, picnic
2: in the park. Like, you know what's not that expensive? Mm. Drugs. <laughs> I don't tell people to do drugs. I'm just saying like, or, you know, like do a drunk night out and then you get to nurse that hangover the next day. There's plenty of stuff to do, but it sounds more like you're just not connecting mentally.
0: I think, yeah. I think you're saying like, oh, he doesn't know what to do. The things he wants to do are out of the budget. Set a budget and be like, surprise me with something. Like surprise each yeah. other with something in that you budget. Have like jobs. plan an evening.
2: Also have a party. Have a potluck party with your friends. Everybody brings a dish. Mm-hmm. So- that's what you do. Spice it up. Take up a hobby together. Go, to yeah, a, a do a class. cooking
0: class or like. A, there's so many that are online. Like you can you even go. start like if you want free ones and just like do some cooking to together. Fit class
2: together and then barf together. <laughs> you know, pick a hobby. Learn a language together. Yeah, I downloaded a language app the other day, and I'm, I'm fluent. It's been. I'm. Was ich there more Eliza. to that sentence? Ich bin Eliza. Okay. I am Eliza. Okay, ich good. Ich bin jung. I am young. Oh, is that what you're gonna lead with? Ich bin jung und nett. I am young and nice. Oh. Und schön and beautiful. Danke. Oh. Schön is beautiful. Schön. Schön. It's like an umlaut over the o. Schön. Ugh. I know my mouth did a weird thing. Uh, uh. Oh, fuck. What? Uh. I was gonna say sorry. Oh, es tut mir leid is sorry I am sorry it's a very long one
0: yeah well don't später, don't talk later. German
2: to each other maybe don't do
0: that but I think you feel in a rut like mix it like do something different, Like
2: you could go to you could go to a coffee house and order coffee und milk bitte your one sentence coffee and milk please what else do you need in a foreign country besides a coffee order can't wait to the chapter where I learned vocab for bathroom. So far, I only know the nouns for, like, owl, the words for owl and hound and cat.
0: Have we talked <laughs> about, like, why does everyone know Donde es la biblioteca? Like, why is library, like, the first thing that anyone learns? that's where people
2: used to go to, like, convene as students. <laughs> now it's, like, Donde es el baño. I do want to meeting up with baño is. Deals. Baño. Alrededor en el aire libre. Outside. The world, el mundo es su baño. See how I just—I'm a polyglot. Oh yeah, I just switched. (laughs) Ich bin polyglot. (laughs) Oland, I don't know. I bet that's what it is. Mm German's pretty easy, but also very hard. I do think there's something to be said for ordering something of quality and every once in a while getting a nice package in the mail with a product that you're going to own for a long time. Let me tell you about Bowlin Branches signature sheets because they're the perfect way to start upgrading your sleep, your room, the look of your room because they're designed to feel incredible for all sleepers. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton. These sheets feel buttery soft yet super breathable and they're perfect for warmer summer months ahead. We have a house that we go to in the summer and I got all Bowlin and branch sheets for the beds because we're having a lot of guests this year and I want them to feel like they're at a nice bed and breakfast that they didn't have to pay for. Bolin branch sheets are free from toxins like synthetic pesticides, formaldehyde. I bet you didn't know that was in your sheets and their signature sheets come in 14 versatile colors and they come in sizes from twin all the way up to California king. And Bolin Branch has a 30-night worry-free guarantee, which means you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them for any reason, you can send them right back with free returns on all U.S. orders. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl and Branch. Go to bowlinbranch.com Eliza for 15% off your first sheet set, plus free shipping. That's Bowl and Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D, branch.com Eliza for 15% off. Exclusions apply. See site right for details.
0: Hi, Lies and Emily. I'm outside exercising my dog as I listen to your podcast. And heard, exercising my dog? And I read a question about neighbor issues and thought I might pick your brain about my situation. I bought a townhouse four my years ago. My dog lifts
2: weights on my neighbor's lawn. <laughs> He's very intimidating. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I bought a townhouse four years ago near my childhood home because I was able to work from home and I couldn't afford to buy anything decent where I live, Toronto, for a good chunk of my adult life. What that sentence? My move was difficult, not a fan of small town and some of the people that inhabit them, but my parents are close by and so our family, old friends, and ex I'm friends with, a lot of friendly exes on this episode. I so I moved. The house was perfect for me and my dog. Not huge, but huge yard, which is hard to find anymore and needed that for to, when he runs to laps exercise and the deadlifts. pup. Cleaning and jerks and deadlifts. <laughs> <laughs> the people next door were renters and all I knew was that they weren't, quote, very friendly. Well, that was the understatement of the decade. As time went on, I realized why the previous owner sold. They're complete assholes, abusive to their children, and then in parentheses reported, slammed yeah. doors so loudly that my sides shook. Smoked MJ twenty four seven. My sides, my side, okay, her side of the townhouse started smelling as though I was the user. Found out their dog was removed because the neighbors reported negligence. They were both disliked by the entire block and beyond. I tried to get along for years, but one day she slammed a door early in the morning and started screaming and swearing. Waking Oof. me and the dog sounded like an explosion. I asked their landlord for help, talked to them, installed door stoppers, fixed yeah. sound issues, addressed smell. He was polite, but never did anything, saying they have rights. Last year, yeah. things came to a head with the dude. I had to call the police. Okay. The event left me anxious, nervous, and fearful. This asshat might hurt my dog. After all, we shared a long fence line that I paid for. They could easily drop something to hurt her. So I decided I had to sell. I felt forced to since I wasn't getting help from the landlord or the city. I thought I'd be able to buy a house soon after, but the market has gone to hell. My questions. I can't seem to let this go. I hate these people. I want them in jail. I hate that I was forced to sell my first home to be safe, but their behavior has impacted my health and my financial security. I keep thinking I need to bring the landlord to court because he didn't intervene. But who can afford a lawyer and will I end up losing more and bring... Being further away from buying a house with a yard. Sorry, super long, believe it or not. Left lots of
2: shit out. Thanks, Chris. It's so hard because by the way, anywhere you go, there's always going to be a shitty neighbor. Yeah. And these people, obviously there's something wrong with them. The whole like tenants rights things, I've found oftentimes just really fucks over somebody who's good versus the actual protecting the tenant. Um, Just like in stories that I hear. I don't know Canadian law and I don't know what you would actually bring the landlord to court over. Do you have a friend who's a lawyer that you could just ask? Because you may not have a case. What you don't want to do is spend money to find out you don't have a case. Right, you sold the house already I and did. left.
0: But now the, this person has like gotten rid of that townhouse and left and now they can't get anything else, it sounds like. And you so it's just like- You to move
2: on. And I, just in the future, you need to- I hate to say caveat emptor, but like you need to go to that neighborhood at night. You need to ask other neighbors about who those neighbors are. Yeah. I bet you that wasn't revealed just like this house when I bought it wasn't revealed that our pipes are fucking broken. Yeah. And now it's like a small tuition to fix it. So it's one of those things where you just live and learn. Just be grateful you're not by them anymore. I don't think there's anything you can do. Uh, you can always send that landlord a flame. You can always um egg their house. You're not supposed to do that. You can always like leave poop on their doorstep. Enough bad energy will come to them, this thing bad will happen. You can also just keep reporting them. Maybe the cops will be like three strikes, you gotta go.
0: Yeah, because the dog got taken away. So maybe the guy will hit his wife and go to jail. I mean, if you're already out, like you have to wash your hands of it. Yeah. If uh, you're still there, talk to a see if you can talk to have a consultation with a lawyer, because it might not be worth it. Yeah,
2: I don't think you're gonna get anything for it. But you know, maybe there's you were forced to move, but they'll be like, you didn't put up with like, you weren't forced to move. They didn't hurt you. They were just annoying. Right. Well,
0: uh, but I'm curious about when the event that made Toronto. you feel, the event that made you feel
2: unsafe with the, with yeah, the guy. Like tough. it just. He could just probably just a creep. I doubt he, like, it's just, it sucks. And unfortunately in any culture, women's safety is a joke. Nobody cares. I think That's, this might be a m- man. Oh, well, Chris. then you fucking duke it out. Sorry, I think you might have to. Oh adjust. no, I think it's a girl. Yeah. It's tough. Neighbors become very unneighborly when you ask them to do anything that might inconvenience them. Yeah. I get it. I've been there. Sometimes yeah. I am there. Kick it. <laughs> top of the cob. It's <laughs> the top of the cob. We're doing it right every day. You just take a bite, top of the cob. My top of the cob. The other day, I mean, I've always enjoyed this character from Jim Carrey, but the other day on stage I realized I have the body of the Grinch. And uh, I pounced around on stage with my little poochy belly. And then I did a Grinch face. And I think I'd like to go as the Grinch for Halloween. I will be in somewhere between... Yeah, I'll be in Switzerland on Halloween. So interested to know. I'm sure I could Google it. I don't think they do Halloween there. But do you guys do Halloween? Is it worth me bringing Grinch makeup and special effects makeup all the way to Zurich? And a Grinch costume? Uh-huh. Just to look like the Grinch.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. My top of the cob is, uh, it's nice sometimes to find, like I was going through some stuff and I found like some old nice cards that people had written me and like my mom had written me and like friends and a friend yeah. from college. And I was like, oh, this is a nice little trip down memory lane. Like sometimes it's nice to have those like paper yeah. things.
2: I was like, oh. sweet. Sometimes it hurts, but isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's it? That's it. Um, my bottom of the cob is, you know, your whole life they're like, oh, eating for two when you're pregnant, which is insane. The baby's stomach is the size of a fingernail, but mm. truth is, you actually should be eating for less than one because you get indigestion and food sits in your stomach, and you get. I find that I get full quicker, and it takes me longer to digest. And I think that's part of why women gain weight is you're like you're so hungry because you're making a baby and you're tired but like it took me like 24 hours to digest something the other day so don't believe the hype eat less
0: i mean eat what you medically need to eat, eat. like don't tell
2: people to fine do whatever don't also don't listen to a comedy podcast for your medical yeah, advice just- i find that eating slower makes my life a lot easier and then i eat less and i don't feel like such a lard i ha- i don't believe that you're capable of eating slower you eat so fast that's me doing the best i can <laughs> God, I try so hard. You eat so fast. I eat so fast, and I don't know what the root of it is. I don't. I don't know. It really is like a wolf. I have the weirdest relationship with food, and there's no reason for it. <laughs> I am wolf. It's been wolf.
0: No one's reaching into your bowl, and you're just like, get away.
2: Sometimes I'll offer Noah a bite of something. And Remember when, like, your dad would take a bite? Have we talked about this? I feel he, like maybe, but... A dad bite? Dad's take, he's like, oh! <laughs> they put their whole mouth around your cone. Yeah. They take half the apple, like a horse bite. <laughs> yeah. Noah takes, because he's got big teeth, takes a big bite. And then I'm like, that was my food. The feel, food that he probably made for you? For sure. But it's still my food. My,
0: my bottom is, the reason I found the cards, et cetera, is I don't think I know where my car title is and I need to sell my car oof I'm sure it's online somewhere <laughs> I think I need to like apply for something but I was like looking through everything like I've never in my life like lost an important piece of paperwork you know what I mean like so I was just like really if I've it's seen not- your desk it's just a black
2: hole of have we ever lost money. anything no okay I don't know I won't know till you're gone
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> look around